and welcome to Forever Exiled, a random podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 204 of Forever Exiled. I like it. <laughs> it's a number. <laughs> uh, big shout out to our patrons. Thanks so much for uh, all the signups this week. Ekdal, Damn House, Momo Sano, Michael, and a bunch of resubs. Thank you all for joining our Patreon. Cards are in the mail. Uh, we love your faces. Thanks for everybody supporting the podcast. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast, After the Podcast, where we just talk more stuff, things I sometimes drink. And, uh, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> is not the correct word. <laughs> Random times, fine, whatever. The odd occasion. 99% of the rant, it's, it's like 99% accuracy. Yes, you will almost that's, that's always Justin. Uh, He's yeah, but almost anyway. Always. Thanks everybody no, anyway, for supporting it's a the lot podcast. Of fun. We love your faces. Ah, uh, Luke, your card's coming. We, uh, we, uh, I forgot <laughs> until I messaged Tyler. So it's coming. It's coming, yeah. Luke. Luke, that was hilarious. Thank you for doing that at XLCon for us. That was pretty sweet. And uh, Raphael, we got your message as well. You rock. Thank you very much for the message. You're fantastic. And I do want to apologize to everyone that I wrote a card to this week. It, it, <laughs> my, my writing, uh, I'm... I don't know what's going on, but my brain is just, I'm just writing in general is difficult now these days. My brain's like skipping all over the place. I'm like six letters ahead and then I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to write that letter. So then I write that letter that I missed after the letters that I've already written. Which works the, great the when words you're writing just... cursively, too. So anyway, I apologize to all the patrons that are getting cards that we've sent out this week. Uh, if if you can't read it, just know that it's all good things. All good things. Uh, we love you and thank you so much for your support. Reading Tyler's cards is Tyler's attempt to get you feeling like what he feels inside his head. It's it's, <laughs> it's going to be a challenge. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's that's how slow my brain works. How muddy it all is. Uh, but anyways, to all of our friends southeast of us, it just seems like there's one thing after another for this poor world. And of course, there's so much going on that we never know about. So, but uh, our friends southeast with her with the hurricane that hit Florida, crazy, and Georgia, pretty nuts, and the Carolinas. Yeah. So anyway, uh, wishing you all the best. Hope you're safe and that you and your loved ones are healthy and fine. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. We're going tomorrow to, well, I guess it's south for us, but the Pacific Northwest. And hopefully there's no hurricanes. Yeah, They don't normally get hurricanes. We are going to be in Seattle. Yeah. yeah, we're going to PAX West tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Should be it's interesting. Totally fun. Mm -hmm. Yep, I picked up our tickets. Thank so you so much good. for doing that. Got my passport. You do know where it is now? Did you check after I, I stopped by no, yesterday? I just know I of course it. you didn't. <laughs> I didn't check. It's, it's around. <laughs> it's okay, there. well, have it. Get it. Yeah, we're gonna be in uh, at PAX West on uh, on Saturday, so it should be fun. I'm gonna go check out GGG's booth and some of the other things that are there. I've never been to one of these things before, so no, nor I. Should be nor interesting. I. How was your? Yeah, it'll be pretty uh, cool. Week? I'm excited to meet some of the employees. I think that'll be from fun. Where? At, from GGG. GGG. Okay. Yeah, whoever's at the booth, mm -hmm. whether we've heard about them or not, I think it would be awesome to. Shake their hand and be like, hi, and then have a nice awkward silence while I look into their eyes. Yeah, cool. And then take a selfie. Nice. You're big yeah, into selfies, I know. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> your thing. Got a selfie stick on the order. Mm -hmm. How was your week? Just <laughs> on the order. Uh, 
I had a good week, I think. Yeah. Uh, nope. Well, yes, I did. I had a great week. It was nice to have some rain. That's for sure. Uh, we had two days of rain, I think, which was really nice. Uh, but while I was watering the plants in between one of the dry stretches in between rain, I was just walking around I, barefoot. You know, it's just in my garden. No big deal. Right. And uh, watering the plants, just finished turning off the hose, walking on the stone steps that I put in the garden because, you know, it's fancy like that. And all of a sudden I step on the sharpest thing in the world. I'm like, holy crap, who put this like massive razor blade intentionally sticking out of the dirt? Anyway, it was just a wasp. I pull the wasp and the stinger out of my foot. It was the I'm used to pain. I get hurt all the time. I was like back in the day, you know, athletic, breaking bones all the time. I'm constantly dealing with pain. I don't feel like I'm a wuss when it comes to pain. Wuss is OK to say, right? Yeah. These days like that doesn't. I don't think we're people... always the most PC, so it's fine. OK, so anyway, I'm, 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 I'm as far as I think, I'm not a wuss. I can handle pain. Life goes on. Tell my kids to suck it up all the time. Mm -hmm. Kind of. So anyway, this is like one of the most painful things I've experienced in a really long time. The whole day, my foot killed. So I step on the wasp and it's underneath my pinky toe. Oh, that's all it is. It's just it's like on the far side of my pinky toe. But my whole foot hurt. Mm. And the next day, my foot was so swollen, I couldn't see my ankles. Like it was a balloon. Mm. It was crazy. Like my wife, who also is kind of like a suck it up when it comes to her, unless she hurts, of course. She was really, really worried. And anyway, so you guys have like a thing to kill them all? The hell? This one made it through. We do. It was, it was, it, it hadn't died This yet. one saw its friends. Our it was like, I'm not going in amazing. there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we bought two I of them. Know, they're they're awesome. so good. Um, yeah, there's like a hundred in there. It's wicked. All dead. Dead not wasps. This one, though. When I get to heaven, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to like my number one question to God is not how the world was made or why we were designed the way we are or anything like that. It's what on earth was the point of wasps? Conversation in a podcast. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, but I mean, it was fine. After the first day, it stopped hurting. It was just crazy swollen. So the kids and I we were going on our dog walks. Now this like massive foot. It was seriously it was over twice the size of my other foot. And so it was quite funny to walk around in my flip flops because my flip flops couldn't fit on my left foot. Mm. So anyway, but it was good. It was fine. It was just I couldn't believe the pain. It was worth talking about. That's how painful it was. Wow. Did you kill it? There's you no must have killed it when you stepped on it then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I squashed it. I gained 20 God. pounds. Everything I step on dies. <laughs> so no, it was, but it was a good week. I had a good time. The kids and I had a lot of fun. Uh, my wife finally finished her vacation. Not finally, like I was excited for her to go back to work. Oh, okay. But she like she had a nice long vacation, used up her time. And so now she's back to work. And uh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's a good time. It's, it's the classic. You've missed two weeks of work. So now you have an insane amount of catch up to do. Mm -hmm. But your first three days back are nonstop meetings, so you can't even catch up. Stuff, so yeah, now yeah. you're like crazy behind mm -hmm. because things start picking up now that you're back to work. So anyway, no, I had a great week. How about you? Uh, my week was good. You know, right as we were getting ready to start, I was like, I got to start writing stuff down because I as soon as we get ready to hit the record button, I'm like, I, I got nothing. I am just blank. But episode yet, 204 <laughs> and you're thinking about writing stuff down. Okay. Uh, okay. It was it was good. It was uh, work was fine. I mm -hmm. um, what what else did I do this week? I, I switched up. Uh, I got back into some healthy eating again. So I'm I'm enjoying that. Actually, I'm starting to do getting back into making like shakes. 
which I have missed and they're well yeah but are are they like what are you going to like a store and buying a billion dollars worth of like things to put in your shakes what like, would be what a is, thing what, what tell me doing? what's a thing in I your don't head. know do you like go do you like I do have not, some stuff know, but it's powders like, and, well, I have a protein. and there's juices a, no so there's a there is protein like a from a protein powder in there but then the rest of it is all fruits frozen fruits uh, you know what? It's actually awesome. There's um, I didn't even know. I went to go buy frozen fruit. I was meaning to buy frozen blueberries, which is ridiculous given how many blueberries we have. But I wanted frozen blueberries, and I didn't want to freeze ours. Plus, I feel like we <laughs> gave them away. Weird. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. Uh, thank you for the blueberries, by the way. They are delicious. I don't know. Maybe Christina has some frozen somewhere. I actually don't know. But I needed. I wanted frozen blueberries, and I wanted some other stuff. And so I went to the grocery store, and they were sold out of frozen just bags of blueberries. So I'm like, well. So I'm looking, and they have a bag. Of like mixed frozen berries. I'm like, that's good. Blueberries are in there. The, most of the berries that I want are in this pack. They're individually packed. The inside of the bag is individually packed per shake groups of berries. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I like that. That must have given you I a I was smile. so excited yeah. when I opened it up and I pulled one single bag. I was like, oh, you mean I don't have to even pour? Like, not that I would have even measured. It's really <laughs> dumb, but it did make me happy. Uh, that's hilarious no but you know if you're looking for other kinds of frozen fruit i've been giving my wife a hard time since the day we got married about the amount of stuff she has in the freezer for just in case mm -hmm. just to, we have half of our freezer in the garage and half of our freezer upstairs is massive bags of frozen fruit that haven't been touched in forever mm -hmm. so if you want some I bought Triple some now. berry frozen one. If you want some pineapple, we got it. That's awesome. Uh, so anyway, otherwise, stop yours. I put in. Um, it's it is actually relatively simple. Like I, it's not going crazy. It's just getting back into eating stuff like that, and you're getting you know the chia seeds and all the flax and all that good stuff. But uh, and are you on like a regiment where you only have certain kind of like you're only eating smoothies during the day, and you'll have like a one major it's meal? It's basically at night, my lunch. Are you doing anything like that? Like this has become my lunch. I just I make it at lunch, and it. It's been good. And then I usually eat a bigger dinner. I, I have like maybe some snacks or stuff through the day, but uh, like I'll take what you have before? or something. Why'd you stop this before you were doing it before? Uh, Just honestly, just time. It's a bit of laziness sometimes too. Like I'm just busy. So I'll quickly just pick up food when I'm out or I'll order food like I did last night to my house. That's the pretty common thing for me to do. But, you know, you can only eat Quiznos or Subway or something quick every so you know only so often before you start to get sick of it so and i just wanted to get back into um eating a bit healthier feeling a little bit better like i'm doing i was doing fine before anyway but i just wanted to get yep. back into it so uh and then and i also was finding i was getting tired by like the middle mm -hmm. of the day again and i'm like i feel like this is food related uh but otherwise i went and saw a movie this week what was it oh it's a car gran turismo i went and saw it how was it um it was fine. It was fine. I went with uh, Ryan and Chris. And no, you didn't. Yeah, That's nice. It was fun to hang out with them. Like I uh, met them beforehand. Went for yeah, they're okay. Yeah, I went for dinner. Like that was fun. That must have been nice. But yeah. the movie, it was, it, it was, uh, I like I like Gran Turismo on PlayStation, but the movie was whatever. It was funny actually because when we sat down in the theater, I was like, what, what are we watching? Like, what is this movie even about? And Ryan's like, oh, he's telling me about it, and I'm like, ah. Oh, are you kidding me? What's that movie that he loves? The um, the other car one. 
the fast movies. I was like, oh, is this another? Are they going to space? Like, if they're going to space, I'm gonna have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughs. He's like, you got, you really don't like that one. I'm like, I swear to God, Ryan, if they say family once, I'm out. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, yeah. It, so that was fun. And then um, it was just work. It was a lot of work this week. But, okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go to Seattle tomorrow, so that's gonna be fun. Pump, 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 pump it up. Yeah, it'll be a fun drive. Just, just two buds. It will be. Maybe stopping in at the outlet malls to do some shopping. <laughs> I hope not. We gotta stop after we cross the border at a pl- at a grocery store or something, so I can get some stuff to eat. Oh yeah, I guess you can't really do like the McDonald's breakfast or anything, can you? Well, uh, no, and I can't really bring anything across the border either, right? I mean, you can, but it's so tough when you're trying to cross to the when you're crossing into Canada, they have a nice search thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I can. Can I bring this across? Can I bring this across? And you do a couple checklists. It's just a search engine and boom, it gives you the direct answer for the exact product that you're talking about. You go into the American website. Not a chance, no. not a chance. Like if you want to know if you can bring beef jerky across. Well, generally meat products just tuck it don't under the, work under the seat, but that, yeah, that's right. Anything to declare? No, <laughs> nothing under here. Don't read my facial expressions. Yeah. So, uh, well, if we can stop at a grocery store on the way, well, over. Really but, yeah, I'm really excited for it. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 7 a.m. No grocery stores are going to be open. I just don't want to, <laughs> I just don't want to deal with any border stuff because it's a long weekend you. and you know, I don't like lineups. So last time, get get ready for a corp. There's going to be a corp that where they're. Uh, I I'm going to have a. Is that not a word? I don't know. What's the word? Like a word. Uh, I I have a Nexus card and you don't. Oh, so yeah. get ready for a little little comment. Yeah, why traveling with him? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm excited to go. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I played this week in Pew. Hold on, I played. Oh, uh, I played. I played a lot of Path of Exile, but I also played Starfield last night. Oh, you no, got, I, I got what it. What do you early. think? Um, it's fun. I did. I was apparently it's free on your guys's Xbox Game Pass, which is crazy because it mm, was I've not heard that, yeah. free for me. It was very expensive, especially to play it. If you wanted to play it the five days early, you had to get the premium one. Sure. And the only reason that I did that was because this coming week is going to be really oh, busy. So that's what that is. The premium it had some other stuff too. Like there was some cosmetic something. I don't remember what else was okay. in it, but it, that's how you got but it. The early. official release date's not out yet. September fifth, uh, I think, is the official okay. date. Um, so in order to play it early, I had to get the premium. But I, th- I knew that this coming week was going to be really busy, and literally last night was like my chance to, you know, play it a little bit. I might get a little bit of time on Sunday, but other than that this coming week is a zoo so i was like oh i'll just get it early then when i went to complete the transaction and they add the tax i was like jesus this is not (laughs) worth it bethesda always ups their price like every time a big game comes out it's ten dollars more than what the average game costs it's Mm -hmm. all it's always been like that 89 did that if you wanted the base version which that to me is a pretty fair price for a a big triple a game like that I, I don't have a problem with that. The the premium one is it was like 129, I think, which that's not uh, there was nothing justified in there besides the five days early. And that's the only reason that I was doing it was because I just wanted a chance to actually play it besides waiting too long. Sure. So uh, it was fun. It's uh, it's taken a bit to get used to. I think it would be way better on a controller. Like it's probably a, a, like I'm trying to get used to keyboard and mouse, which I prefer. It has partial. Yeah, they've always support. been. Bethesda's always been 
controller first. Yeah, it has partial console first, I should say. Partial controller support on the P- How does that I don't work? know and that's why I was like I'm just going to not try cuz I don't want to get angry. But it's taken me a little bit to get into it. And as I got further into it, it's gotten a lot more fun, but I know nothing about it, which I wanted to not I didn't read reviews, I didn't look up anything, sure. so yeah, it's fun. It's I like those big games and ones that you'll play for a, a long time and stuff. It was actually funny. I was thinking this week, it's a weird place for me right now in video games because there's three that I'm actually happy to pick up and play right now. There's Path of Exile, there's Baldur's Gate 3, and now Starfield. That's not often. Isn't it weird that Diablo's not in there? No. Like, not, not, well, it's not new though. Yeah. Diablo. It, like, I think it's, I think it's, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say Diablo's Diablo always been good since two for me, but since three, it's been a, not a long-term game. I just, just not for me but yeah i uh i was just finding it odd this week that being said i was so busy with work too this week that it was also weird to me that at points where i was finding myself with time to play i just didn't want to like i was like no i'm not gonna my head was just not clear enough i was too tired or whatever it was so Hmm. yeah it was you know it was a good week though i had a good time and it was busy our kids go back to school next week yep so that should be fun thankfully none in kindergarten with the stupid two-week intro to school our school still has the one half day one that's half fine day. but that's fine i can handle yeah. one half day two weeks of slow intro is baloney <laughs> it's like a worker's worst nightmare yeah so anyway good week let's get into it this week in poe all right what do we got uh hideout showcase cool always killer mm-hmm. always wicked uh let's see concept art came out which always <laughs> looks rad what i opened up your link for hideout showcase like uh just fyi people when you're commenting make it pertinent to the post don't put your random bitchy uh, yeah your, your game, game is laggy, laggy. the mis- mystery box situation is becoming comical just release the boxes already it's like what what this is a hideout showcase post yeah I don't understand. Anyway, sorry. There's a fe- there's a feedback it. section under forum yeah, I just, that you can so that you can post on. Anyway, yeah. nice job on the hideout. So people. Uh, yeah, and then the concept art came out. Uh, there was the arc arachnum. Oh, it's oh, it's not arc arachnomagus wings came out. Cool. MTX, pretty sweet. I was surprised with this just because with all the comments that there's been and feedback from the community, there's been one hotfix. Yep. Since our episode last week. And it was at the beginning, like it was like the day after our podcast. So it's been six, five days since. uh, And this was um, this was more um, performance based stuff, right? Like about low core CPU stuff, um, situations with assets, texture quality, that kind of stuff. Client crashes. So I mean, still very good, very important. But uh, I was surprised that there was only one like there was no gameplay mechanics or anything there there is a comment later about one thing or two things that they they have coming from the um when when whatever it's called that hotfix came out um i think it was right at right when they were yeah when they released that patch there had to have been another fix they made after hotfix 4 and they just didn't bother posting it because something they did in that patch made the trials of the ancients crash every time you started it so every time, as soon as that patch came out, as soon as you would start a Trials of the Ancient, the game would crash. So I think they did do something after that just to quickly fix that, because that is fixed, but... Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, and so as a part of that, part of the, I forget if it was the RAQ or no, it's the live updates thing that they're coming up with. They said uh, this was on August 28th. So that's still four days from three days ago, four days ago, mm-hmm. um, from time of recording. The Titanic shell monster in the trials will be getting some changes in the next restart patch, which has not happened yet. So that's exciting. They didn't say what it is. Um Hopefully lots is changing. (laughs) And then um, they also plan to add a respawn timer to the trials in the next restart patches. Yeah, which is great. I mean, both of those things were mentioned like day two or day three of the league coming out. Both of those two things were mentioned that they were going to be fixed or working on. So they they just haven't come out with them yet, but they do need to fix them. Like, uh, well, the respawn timer would be great. I still would love to be able to move around within the trials when I'm dead. Yeah, move the map just around and just see happening. who's sucking, who's winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then the Titanic shell is, there are just some times where you're like, well, this is a loss. If it's in certain positions, yeah. you you literally just cannot do anything with it. Like, I like the functionality of what the Titanic shell is. It's kind of cool, but it has way too much health, like way, way, way too much health. And I don't feel like it should ever be able to protect its own totem. Like, I think Correct. if it's protecting totems, that's kind of fair. But I when it can protect its own totem and have more health than like any boss in the game it's it's almost like when peninsula used to have those two bosses that could protect each, each other, other with yeah, vulnerability yeah, right. mm-hmm. it's almost like that yeah. i mean obviously it's just an insane amount of health but it's not just insane amount of health it's also an insane amount of mitigation yeah. that health bar moves slow. it doesn't move yeah it's very slow and for you to try and kill so, it is very hard because while you're sitting there trying to kill it and it's protecting six or seven totems like there needs to be some there needs to be something it needs to have a little less health maybe not so much mitigation but i really think if you just took its ability away to protect its own totem you would make because it can't attack while it's doing the protecting so that's fair i just feel like then that team gets full free fall to do whatever they want while you're spending 10 minutes trying to take this turtle down just so you can play right by yourself typically because everything else is dead and it's not gonna happen (laughs) you're just not gonna kill it so that, it was nice to see that that's in the works. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And uh, I always wonder, like, you know, uh, you can't fix everything when a game's coming out or you can't foresee all the gameplay situations. But I always wonder what the idea is like in their head, like what this is, what they're planning this in this circumstance, what the Titanic shell was supposed to do in their mind and what the enjoyment factor was for the user when they're sitting around the table discussing it designing it yeah okay let's prove it okay let's test it okay let's ship it like i'm just what was the and it's like this with all the different fixes they do what was the original intent for the fun per hour for this interaction that they have do you know what else i'm curious about is like it and i don't actually know is the ai that you're fighting against are they when they win or lose i don't feel like they're getting an equivalent amount of resources to spend to then get new um enemies with them because sometimes you see that titanic shell very early and when it's combined with a couple goliath at night well the titanic is 2300 points with just the one reputation the goliath at night i think is 950 like they're not they're not cheap units and so i'm always curious like and maybe they're not and that's fair i just think i think it's uh can we can i talk about trial right now with you or do you want to talk about what you want Cause it's going to be part of my week in, in POE too, or cause I did play trials a lot, but I, um, I didn't realize, and people brought this up in discord. I saw people posting about this and maybe it was just not my understanding of what the trials were supposed to be, but 
it sounds like like I'm only around 450 or 500 ranking, but it sounds like everybody just gets one shot. Like that's just the mechanic. Once you're over a thousand rating, every single thing will one shot you. And so I, I maybe I just misunderstood the idea behind trials, but I I wanted to be part of the fight and the it seems like the way to play and win is to not fight and you're just more the distraction while you let the teams fight each other and you're trying to break down the totems and are you saying that in other games that are other these other style of games that are like this that ggg is copying it's like that like once you are I've, farther progressed i didn't in the think game, so or are they just saying I, are, is that what they're saying or are they saying that they're saying just that's how what ggg's designed it i don't know okay. I, I couldn't tell you because i don't play a lot of games like that style but i i, <laughs> I do your thing <laughs> tyler's Tyler's just fixing his his uh, background right now. It's not it's not clean enough. There we go. Nice and pretty. Love it. Uh, oh, I, no, no, now it's less sound bouncy. That's right. I don't I don't know what other games are like because I, I don't play a lot of games like that style. But that from everything I've read from people that mentioned it to me on Discord after last episode, and then I, I was reading on disc or sorry on Reddit. That seems to just be this that that's what it is. Like you you every single attack will one shot you as you get into the higher tiers, um, higher rankings. And so you're playing more a chase down and distract and try and break down the totems, which is it's fine. It's fine. Like once I realize, okay, maybe that's just the way that they built it. So I've switched up how I play, but it's kind of weird. Like if you're, you know, I'm not a evasion based character. I'm not a fast character. I'm, I have leap slam. That's my movement to get around. I'm never going to evade an attack ever. So I just, I just, I don't know. I found that weird. But once I just accepted that that's what it is, and it definitely seems that way, even as I've started to get into the 500s, like a freaking spear dancer, tiny little girl just goes like, Pew, straight at me and I'm dead. I didn't even see them. I don't even know where they came from. And I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, sure, I'm dead. But once you realize that and start playing according to that, then, then it's not so bad. I just didn't realize that that, I thought I was going to be part of the fight. I thought there was a way for me to be a part of defending my towers and letting my team do stuff whereas it's not like that it's more you're on the slightly aggressive but more just like a distraction for the other team and if that is the case then i think you could also just say that there's the potential to build that where i just watch it in spectator mode then that's exactly it that doesn't make sense if that is the intention like we're hearing this from non-ggd people so if that is the intention it makes no sense to be a part of the fight. You win it. You like, wouldn't this, win it this if you weren't part of the about, fight, but it's a little weird to me. Right. Like throw Sanctum aside. I, I, I'm still not a fan of Sanctum in the game, but you throw Sanctum aside and it, it's, this isn't a game where it's nice, slow, methodical, and you can try and do some no hit stuff. Like that's just not the game. When they have the majority of their totems being used, it is absolute chaos. This is a game where if you're going to put the user in the game, they need to be able to do something efficient. And it's it's a game about theory crafting. So it's not like, okay, everybody has the exact same role to play. You know what I mean? Like, we, you all have to play the game the same way. You can change how your totems are. Like, it just doesn't make sense to have 
a one-shot mechanic in a game like Path of Exile when that's the league mechanics. Now, again, maybe that's not GGG's thing. Maybe it is. Maybe they're just not. Maybe they didn't want it to be like that, but they're not going to fix it. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense for PoE in my mind. Yeah, like I got, I got over it relatively quick once I realized that that the people were definitely seeming correct when I adjusted the way I played. Way better success, and it was fun to play it like that. But the only thing that I found a little disappointing was I was no longer part of the fight, and my I'm not a range character i'm a very tanky in your face melee character but i can't do any of my stuff like there's you know like i'm not i'm not a part of the fight i'm just a distraction which was a little bit odd to me in path of exile but when i started adjusting to just accept that and play like that it was it became more enjoyable because i was more planning out my towers based on me going to play this weird offensive distraction role instead of you know being part of the fight because that's where I got really frustrated frustrated in the last week or so was where I tried to defend my towers and I couldn't it didn't matter what I did it almost every single mob could one or two shot me and that was not a fun way to play it so yeah I got better I also I think I mentioned to you whoops sorry uh, mentioned to you this week that I also just stopped playing Path of Exile when I wasn't feeling when I was tired or if I was you know maybe the day wasn't great I just didn't go into path because I knew it's not a good spot for me. I don't want to get angry about it, but my time playing Path of Exile this week was actually a lot of fun and I switched up my atlas and all that stuff, but we can get into that later. But anyway, sorry, I kind of... No, you're good. You're good. Took us on a different direction, but let's keep on with uh, That's this That's all right. Well, um, this week, the so GGG's at GamesCon in Germany? They were, yeah. I think, yeah. And uh, this past week they were, and now they're flying over to Seattle, but... Uh, they came out with the Druid. Yep. I think we talked about as that. As part of a demo at Gamescom. Did we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Last week? Yep. It was either last week or after dark. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but we did talk about it because we were both like... I think it would have been after why dark. Like, why this? wouldn't you have the Druid for the <laughs> like your major fans at your own convention? Mm-hmm. That's like, people don't want the, don't care about the warrior or the that extra two weeks, apparently. I don't, I don't really get it either. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm curious if uh, GG is going to have a different character or demo available for maybe the one you want the minion one oh it'd be great if they actually had something summony available that'd be sweet Mm -hmm. we're gonna go and be like so you want to try poe2 no thanks just here for the handshake (laughs) (laughs) wait do you have a necro do you you have a summoner no no okay no that's fine go ahead go ahead next (laughs) but um yeah so but that was really cool to see it was you learned a lot more about the in-depth mechanic they had another like pre i don't know if it was pre-recorded or whatever it was but the video that they had with jonathan going through kind of like he did with uh at xalcon it was really neat to see because there was a lot more of that direct integration that was there and it kind of got me thinking a little bit about pui one pui two the I don't know, like the, the Guardian, for example, came out with two Guardian-specific ascendancy or skills, right? That, that you can only get them. So it's not like it used to be where the Guardian used to have perks for Herald of Purity and the Pathfinder used to have perks for the Herald of Agony. It's not, it's not like that. These minions that the Guardian has, you can only get if you're a Guardian and spec into those notes. That's the yeah. only, right, that's the only way to get them. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that when there's only one, but I know you do. (laughs) And I've been thinking a lot about that because we've been talking a lot the past few months as this hype into coming the coming XL con that we've already had. 
we were guessing like, oh, what's this going to be like? How do you get, you know, I mean, at the time we thought the sign was there, but now it's like, okay, well, how do you get all these ascendancies, right? And and then have them so different. And so now as we're starting to see all this, all this Path of Exile 2 gameplay with some of this new stuff, you're definitely seeing skills that are very specific to a class. Maybe ascendancies as well. We haven't been shown ascendancies yet, but you're definitely getting skills that are specific to the class. They keep talking about the one of the druid's forms is a bear, right? And then you have all these other classes where it's like one of the sorceress's skills or one of the, I don't know, huntress's skills. Like they're talking specifically about skills for these classes. Mm -hmm. But then they keep saying all the skill gems are available to everybody. It's still Path of Exile. And so I started thinking, you know, I think, I think I'm okay with this. Like it's, it's not like out. as a permission thing, but it's 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 a way for them to you still have an insane amount of skill gems, but it's still a very nice way for them to make a specific ascendancy or class stand out quite substantially to someone else, right? And despite the fact that might sound limiting because there's, you know, over 400 active skills and support gems and you know, what is it? 36 ascendancies? Like it's, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to really warm up to the idea of having skill specific classes or ascendancies, as long as they're not like the active gems that are restricted to them. You know what I mean? As long as you still have that insane amount of active gems, I'm really starting to warm up to the idea because there's all those different meta gems and all the different ways that you can still use all the normal skills to enhance your class or mm -hmm. ascendancy specific skills. So I'm really starting to warm up to the idea. And so as I rewatched the Druid. Like at the beginning, I was like, oh man, more like skill specific stuff for classes. But then as I started thinking about it, warming up to it, rehashing some of the conversations we've had, it was it was it was exciting to go through. Like they did a very good job with this Druid gameplay video and showing the different combinations. And of course, it was designed for people that don't play Path of Exile. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it still seemed like a very simple way to play the game until they start showing you the tree. And it was neat that you could see the the shape shifting as a third weapon set on the tree, mm. which was really neat. I don't know if you saw the video or not, but you know how originally we were told that some of some of the skill points that you earn are going to be able to be split yep. into one or second weapon set. Well, there. If you're a shapeshifter, that's a third weapon set. So whenever you're a shapeshifter, it you have the opportunity to have some skills. It's gonna be fun to learn too. new mechanics and new stuff oh, within the game. So like great. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So and the 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 Druid gameplay video was very exciting for me. Uh, I watched it a few times over to try and catch everything, and uh, it was quite exciting. Very nice. exciting. And then uh, John and Chris were did another interview while they were there as well. They did one with IGN. I think it was IGN. And then they did another one with, I think I saw it. It was with a, was it a YouTuber or something or I don't know. I don't know where they're from, but their name is Loepe, maybe L-O-W-E-P-E. -E. And so that was a very good questions, both very specific to Path of Exile 1 and then very specific to Path of Exile 2. And uh, so that was good. I, I enjoyed that. There well, was and some it was from someone who plays the game. Like, I like that. If I hear somebody yes. interviewing Chris and Jonathan, I want to hear somebody who actually knows the game or is talking to other people for questions that play the game. Mm -hmm. And so there were very good questions within that interview. GGG posted an announcement that have both interviews from IGN and Loepi. Sorry if I'm not saying the name correctly. And both are definitely well worth the listen to. Um, 
good questions and there was some stuff that you definitely learned that you didn't know before but one thing that really stood out to me that i had to write down was eventually cross-platform jonathan was saying cross-platform is very high on his list he's very excited for it. he would love to make cross-platform work with the game in my mind i'm not thinking about path of exile one anymore i don't know so i'm assuming it would only be for path of exile two not like i would know better but that's a very exciting thing for me i think that would be really cool it would be cool one week away you heard it here Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway that was good and then what else was there i think that was i think that was it for this week yeah that's good though that interview was really really good and the and the druid walkthrough yeah i like Rock-a-la. i like the one interview with that the youtuber guy or twitch guy i don't know what he is but i like mm-hmm. that one better than the other one mm-hmm. so um getting into our weeks you already went into your week a little bit you had a bit of a vent session to me this week you had a, a nice little like you texted me a little bit of a vent session and then and then screenshot it hold on hold on (laughs) but 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 then you then you we we were talking yesterday on your front steps and that vent session was also right after we recorded the last episode nothing had changed in the game i was still a pissy and i think it was like literally the next day but anyway sorry go ahead i did i was angry and i was just saying but but then you you've been watching um i don't remember how it came across your feed it could have just been random it was random on youtube diablo There was a Diablo 4, or is a Diablo 4 YouTuber, a DM Diablo 4, I think is their channel name. I don't know what their anyway, name is, yeah. Billion followers. It was a dude with like long, curly, red hair. Uh, I don't <laughs> remember what it is, something Let's see if Diablo. I can find it, but anyway, um, you listened to some of his videos about him attempting and playing Path of Exile. Yeah, I saw one video that was him uh talking about i can't remember what it was titled the first one which got me into watching it which was his you know his introduction to path of exile and then it led to me watching one more of his videos which is his video about how it's killing diablo for him and i sent them both to ty ty had actually seen a clip of the second one i don't remember where was that reddit i don't remember where you sent me back a link or a picture or something yeah, for somebody posted um some of the funny comments that he oh, said okay. and it was uh, like a, a clip like but a it was compilation of stuff reddit yeah. yeah his name's dm diablo 4 yeah on uh and he yeah. uh one of the things that was i enjoyed watching it is because it when you've played a game for as long as you know a lot of us have played path of exile you forget quite often and quite easily all of the small things that make it such a great game because you know they're second nature now we don't really think much about some of that stuff and 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 then you get you know for me maybe you get hyper focused on the league mechanic whereas you forget that there's all this other stuff in the game that's fun to do and it was it was actually really fun to watch someone go through somewhat blind i have no idea to what degree blind he went in because he's i think i don't know if he's a twitch person or whatever but i think i heard him mention something about people talking to him in the comments but he did, I think he said he kind of went in relatively blind besides the help from people. And he, you know, it helped him realize the passion people have for the game, blah, blah, blah. But it was fun for me to watch someone go through it again from a very basic level and learn the new systems and then find out there's more systems and then there's more things to do. And then there's like, it just, you know, it doesn't end. Uh, so it was good for me because I, I, when I went back into the game later, I was like, okay, I need to just make sure I'm playing this for fun. I need to not be like uber focused on how do I make the most currency? How do I do this? How do I, you know, and the league for me was not working at that point. I was frustrated. 
So yeah, I found them. It was a good reminder for me to just be like, all right, you've played the game for a really long time. There's going to be stuff that maybe you don't like, but there's so many good things that are there. So just find something else to do within the game. Yeah. It's amazing how edifying it is to be to watch someone new into the game that you're very experienced in. I mean, and we've seen this with other people with other platforms as well. Like I remember when Preach was being introduced to Path of Exile and this guy as well. And, and, then, and then other prominent people in their own communities learning new things. It's always edifying when somebody comes in and just reminds you the stuff that we take for granted. You know what I mean? And this is the natural way of things. When you're really experiencing stuff, you just have an expectation. Well, this is how it is. Now I'm moving on to new things, better things, deeper things within the game itself. And so, yeah, it is really nice. It was nice for me, too, after you shared those videos with me and I uh, watched. It was really fun to watch and be excited. But yeah, the appreciation that returns for the things we used to take for granted definitely helps set a more, I guess, appreciative um, take on the game that, you know, sometimes can be quite frustrating. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes the game's just not for you. And that, that's fine, too. For me, it was I realized I went back in after I think I maybe had already started to at the time that I watched his, but I completely respect my Atlas. And I was like, I just I think I saw Talon mention Blight in Discord and having a lot of fun with it. And I was like, all right, they have that new thing that like makes the towers do lots of damage. I always liked Blight with Josh and I used to play Blight Ravage maps all the time. You get the ring in chance and you start focusing on the meteor towers and the freezing towers and stuff. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Blight, Blight can be fun. It's, you know, if I can, if it's chill enough where I can actually play it, like I'm building the towers and they do something, then that'll be good. And then I've always liked ritual, but I've always found ritual was too hard to invest in early. Like you have to be pretty far advanced into the Atlas to, to play ritual. It's not something that you can easily invest much in early on, but so I did, I respect my tree completely. I went all blight, all ritual, uh i don't remember what else i switched it to but i started having fun and then i just started to level like i wasn't dying i think i'm almost 90 maybe 95 now and it was just a good time sid in discord gave me some suggestions so i swapped my build around a little bit and went for um a little more defensive on how i've got my build set up now and it's uh yeah i just it started to be fun again just going on and just doing some map just mapping like crazy actually just doing tons of mapping getting all my void stone stuff done and playing maps that I like to play and playing in, you know, Blight. Blight has actually been fun, man. Blight with that that increase to tower damage. Where that you is do what decrease. you're doing. So mm -hmm. it's just you don't do anything in the tower. I still do, do decent damage. Like it's not like you do none, but um, I have the enchants on the ring now. And so I can, you know, you have to be still careful. Blight can still do the stupidness of like, well, it just went in five directions. <laughs> like that can still happen. But. There's so oh, many. Gosh, nodes. I wish there was a node that made it. Yeah, it breaks off one. on minimum amount of times. But that you're being guaranteed said, one choke, choke you get point. a lot of stuff that reduces the cost of the towers if you're focused on Blight 2 to where they're very cheap. So you can have high level towers right off the bat. So yeah, it was fun. I still wish some of that stuff transferred into um, the Blighted maps because yeah. you get no bonus. I can understand a little bit why maybe they can't because you could. You could in, you could uh, anoint a map to already be reduced costs on the towers, and if you had that combined with the atlas, it's just to me it's still a map. I find it it's still it's still weird to me even with um Kirik like his stuff doesn't pay attention to the. I find that stuff weird. I feel like if I'm in any form of a map, the yep. atlas passive should transfer into that. It just would be 
there's an investment into the Atlas passive tree that feels good when you make it and you really like it. And then when you have to do a mm -hmm. Keurig map, you're like, well, I'm just trying to get this completed because you know, the only reason I'm here is because I maybe I didn't have it completed or there's something it's going to award, but that's it. I don't actually care mm, about the map. Yeah, it is weird to have nodes on the Atlas passive that are meant to be specced out of at a certain point. Yeah. Not like the crazy ones where it's like, you know, maybe your Blight Tower one, for example, that keystone, but like investing into many of the Kyrick ones are only good until you have your Atlas completion. And then it's like, okay, out we get. Yeah, I would just like to see anytime I'm in a map, everything in my Atlas is is mm -hmm. uh, is still working. And if that means they have to change some other things that I feel like that's fine because the Atlas passive is the most one of the most exciting pieces of endgame. And to have it taken away from certain parts of endgame is just a little bit yeah bizarre to me um I it'll did. be interesting because i think that big limitation comes from the mechanics that they've let stay in the game for example with heist there's no way you can have like your atlas passive tree heist is the map, your, like it's totally different well it's it's a map it's what you're choosing to do yeah, instead but I, of mapping, i just feel right? like the map device with, if it's connected to the map device that's what i'm talking mm -hmm. about which blighted maps are a map that you put into the map device kirik opens up on the map device so i'm you know, I, I get that there is probably some weird spots where it doesn't work. Like you've got Temple, you've got Alva or sorry, June, you know, and Delve, uh, but like you're going Delve down to Delve in the map device. Those ones open True. in the map device. I don't know. I, I get that there's reasons it's never going to gonna me, happen. But. To me, it's all the same because you're doing that in lieu of mapping. Like that's your map, despite the fact that it doesn't come from. No, this is uh, it's related. But one of the things that was in the low interview Jonathan was talking about how the beta is going to be the whole game for Path of Exile 2. Okay. Um, and it's not going to be open to everybody, but for the most part, he said, if you want to do it, you'll be able to do it. That was kind of his summary of, but they're not ready to announce how you're going to be able to get beta access yet. But he was saying within his comments regarding that. Now, it could be that he didn't say it exactly the way he wanted to. Maybe this isn't how he meant it. So take, please don't take this as something extremely... Like, this is what he said, and it's going to happen. But how he worded it and how I took it was that slowly over time, like, they're going to have the whole beta available to people so that you can play the whole game. Like, it's not just certain acts. Like, all the end game is going to be available for beta players. But they're going to slowly start rolling in the league mechanics from Path of Exile 1. And that was really disappointing to me. If that's... Like that's that's what I heard him say, whether that's what he meant or whether it was just for beta to see how things go. That really disappointed me because I was hoping that Path of Exile 2 was just going to start fresh with its own version of League mechanics, not take maybe there's Path something of Exile really like. 1 stuff. Maybe, but there's still a lot of stuff to me that just doesn't like to me the stuff like like they're changing how mapping works completely. Like they said, mapping is still going to be a thing, but just this whole functionality is going to change. So I was kind of hoping like, okay, like I, I think stuff like Delve and Heist are cool, but it, I, I like it when it's all intertwined into one thing. You know what I mean? And it's just like that to me, that's like just very separate instances of different things. And I was hoping Path of Exile 2 would find a way to kind of collaborate all that well, kind of stuff. Some of them might be completely different or not come over, but if there's a, if there's a timeline gap between Path of Exile 1 and Path of Exile 2 in Loreland, you may not be able to have Heist existing because you've got all these npcs who are either old and decrepit or dead so you know maybe it doesn't i don't know i i don't mind if they bring some mechanics that they really like to fit i definitely don't want to see all of them like pick no. three guys 
pick three that like I like <laughs> I like the ones that stay in maps. Yeah. Like the ones that while you're mapping, you encounter it. I like that. Yeah, it's hard to say that right now with regards to PoE2 because we don't actually know what mapping means in PoE2. We don't know what endgame sure. means in PoE2 yet. So right. I have a bit, a bit of an idea. I was going to say in Ritual, I took that one node where you get like a huge percentage more, but you can't re-roll the Ritual. I took it by accident while I was going through and, and filling out my Atlas. And then I ran a map and I was like, Jesus, why do I have so much ritual currency and then i went to check it and you literally just can't re-roll it i don't get the value of that one it's very rare where i open up a ritual and i'm like i need everything <laughs> it's almost always like eh, i'll take one of those yeah do you uh, re-roll often yeah but when i'm fully specced into ritual all the time i i re-roll probably more currency than i spend hmm. just waiting to see what i can find in there i actually got crazy boots from a re-roll just they were a double unveil boot that had huge resists already. And yeah, they turned into great ones. But yes, I do reroll all the time. It's very rare where I look because it's I almost never am taking the weapons. Almost never. It's almost always for like cards, currency, you know, stuff like that. Maybe some unique, sure. the odd unique. But a ritual for me is there's an excitement to what you get at the end. But for it's also so much experience. Like if you can handle fighting in the little circle, the experience of ritual is it's very high, even without any increase to XP. There's not like there's nothing in ritual. I wish there was, but there's just so many mobs. You're you're fighting so many mobs times two in ritual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's anyway, cool. It was good. I had a good week when I got into POE and started adjusting my I did work with the suggestions from Sid on changing up my build a little bit and then um that was actually more effective for mapping because we had talked about it after the episode and trying to figure out you know whatever not to be one shot but the the nature of the mechanic in the league is just that you're going to get one shot so but these changes made my mapping experience a lot more fun and Good. uh what kind yeah. of changes do you remember any uh what did i do i did i switched he suggested so i went with the fourth vow which is the chest, uh, different chest plate, um, where it's all physical damage taken by passes energy shield, chaos resist, uh, regen 3% of life per second, and then armor also applies to chaos damage taken from hits. And then um, on the tree taking the uh, glorious vanity, one, oh, sorry, my back's bugging me right now, glorious vanity uh, jewel that lets you get divine flesh. So all damage bypasses energy shield, 50% of elemental damage taken as chaos damage and plus five to max chaos resist. So the idea is just to go much, much tankier, which I did. And it, it's actually been a lot of fun. And one thing that did help with the suggestions that he made too, that I, you know, I still haven't finished some of the stuff I'd like to do with my build, but I can now attack much, much, much faster with bone shatter and nothing. I don't have any issues with it. Like he had good. talked to me about getting out of spell suppression, which was a good call to get out of that and not even, and then much more focused on full armor and, and, and damage. So especially with the conversions that you get. Yep. So the bone shatter is really nice to do now because I don't kill myself or even like chunk myself at all. So it's been, yeah, it was fun. I did. I have done a ton, a ton of mapping now. And then I have done, I still done trials. Like I'm getting back into the doing the trials and just accepting the way that it seems to be set up. And I just play based on that and it's been fine. And there's sometimes I mentioned to you yesterday where I'm like, no, I'm not, 
this is dumb. I just lost this one. It's it is what it is, and just kind of laugh it off. But that's because I'm also going into it not in a mode already in my head where I'm yeah. Maybe you're choosing tired to play when you're in a good whatever. mood. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, and good for you though for having the humility to check your attitude and then choose to play when you know it's a good time to play. Otherwise, because it's not a path of exile thing. When you play a game and you're grumpy or you've had a crappy day and you play a game and you're playing Dark Souls or Elden Ring or whatever game it is. It's, the the game's going to suck because of what you've gone through or what your day is like because of your attitude. It's not like wrong to have those kind of days or attitudes. It's just obviously things are going to suck when things don't go perfect and you're in that kind of attitude. So it's not a path of exile this. Nope. So good for you for having that humility. How I'm was your you had week a good fix in PoE? Oh, great. I played both PC and console. Um, okay. On the more that I played on PC, I started appreciating i still wish xp was greater in the league mechanic for trails of the ancients but mm -hmm. i i i it's not like the trade-off for the rewards is huge there's the rewards are so generous mm -hmm. in trails of the ancients that even if they didn't give XP, it would almost be worth it. You know what I mean? Like you I just, still think even XP wise it's decent. Because if you're living in there doing like multiple tournaments in a row, and like you said, not only are you getting great rewards now, but you do yeah. actually get slow increments. It's not mapping, but it is slowing. Yeah, no, it's so it's definitely not compared to mapping at all. I just spat all <laughs> over my mic. <laughs> Let's wipe that off there. Um, but I was just as I started playing more and more and I started seeing the consistency of the overly generous rewards. I'm like, you know what? You can't have good XP and these rewards. And you got to pick sure. one. And the community mm -hmm. chose rewards. GGG bent for it or agreed with it, whatever it was. And I, th I think I it was a good change. Honestly, think it's a good balance. It's a yep, good balance. Me too. Um, uh, but I'm still not like I actually have quite a good build i'm very very pleased with my zombie necromancer build and the defensiveness and tankiness of it i'm very happy with it i uh, don't have the i know why i die in most non-league mechanic circumstances it's great um you know like i don't have my chaos res where i want it to be i'm not fully leveled so i know i don't have my higher resists yet you know i'm only at 77 elemental resist instead of 81 type of thing but uh, with the league mechanic itself, I'm not having those same frustrations with as people. I'm still low, of course, but I'm enjoying it, and it's it's been it's been solid for me. So I'm I'm good, and of course, of course, hearing everybody else speak about it and the mentalities they have, and going forward, also obviously help a lot. So I mentioned that I was playing or thinking about the skill specific. Um, ascendancies and classes of path of exile 2 and i heard a lot of people in discord and some people specifically mentioning to me as well about the guardian when the guardian was first announced when we were going through the episodes i wasn't overly excited for the guardian it didn't seem exciting i was we were talking with bk about you know how the armor you get from instead of reserving life now it's a much smaller percentage of, of mana and all that like i just wasn't thrilled about it all but everybody's raving about these minions that you can only get from the Guardian. So I'm like, you know what? I know in like in my heart, I kind of gave up on trying to do zombies with the Guardian instead of the Necromancer. But everybody's raving. So I respect my Guardian that I was leveling to try in the past, right? Like last two leagues on console, I was leveling a Guardian to see if it would be overall better for my zombie build than doing a Necro. So I had that one. But of course, since this league started, 
I didn't like the Guardians, so that one just kind of got left by the wayside. So I respect that standard Guardian to include the new minions that they have. And of course, it's the same zombie build that I had planned for it already. And so I started playing with the new minions. And it's quite interesting. Like it? It is Don't quite like interesting. It, well, it definitely, there's, you get special hatred, anger, and wrath from the elemental relics. It specifically says like special hate, like you get special auras. It's not the same aura and there's nothing that tells you what's special about those auras. So I don't know, for example, when you go and you get that anger aura from your, what's it called? Val skeletons. One of the Val skeletons that has a chance of showing up when you spawn Val skeletons is a, a, one of the casters or whatever gives everybody a hatred aura. Hmm. Or not hatred, an anger one. But it's only 10% of your physical damage gets converted to fire damage. It's extra, of course, but it's it's 10%. Like, it's definitely not what anger normally is. Can it stack and on top of a normal anger? I would assume so, yeah. Because it's hmm. a different it's a, it's a different aura. Okay. But, so when you have a special anger with these ones, there's nothing in the game that tells you what that is. There's nothing on PUB. Like, there's just no information on it. So, yeah. I assume it's good enough to remove brutality from your minions and just assume all that extra damage. And I mean, how great is it to have all those three extra auras kicking around because you do get one of each and their explosion does do massive damage. And I played around with the um, and so those are really cool because there's a benefit to them dying and there's a benefit to them staying alive. And I love that there's that nice. It doesn't matter which version you play. You play a build that has almost no minion life or you don't even care about minion life, but you have those there. They're doing great damage when they die. And then you're also getting that nice benefit of bonus damage when they're alive. So I do like that. And they're very easy to spawn and stay alive. It's very apathetic, mindless gameplay. It's I love that it's just automatic. I, I love that. Uh, the other one is very different. Um, the first minion you get, it's just that one sentinel. It's a massive sentinel that walks extremely slow it is so slow so now i can see because i'm not a convocation fan at all but now i can see how people would just like with convocation boop, 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 and you can't link anything to these two minions and that's very very unique Weird, for this yeah. game mm -hmm. so i'm i'm very impressed with ggg for them not really needing to balance those minions yet at all i remember when they've had other minion skills come out like absolution it needed 300 fixes to actually be legit. Whereas these ones, they, they seem to be nice, ready to go. You can't link anything to them. Maybe that makes designing them easier. But, but your minion buffs, this, I assume, would still, like your minion stuff oh, on the yeah, passive tree would still affect them? Officially, I don't think they've given us the official tags for these minions yet, but I'm assuming they assume are they would. Sure. having the minion tag. And so they do from all that stuff that you get, increasing their minion level or increased damage, that kind of thing. So... You're walking around, this massive sentinel is insanely slow, but it has an RF basically on it. It's like a, a big RF, but it's huge. You can't see the radius, which is unfortunate, but it is a huge radius and it is very strong. And you can walk around. So I can see why people are using Convocation to like, come on, come mm -hmm. on, come on. Sure. Uh, I And you can cast it, which is nice. I wish on controller support, I don't know if GG can hear this, but I wish on controller support that it had an alternate way to cast. Like skeletons, there's an alternate way that you can cast it. You can check it on or off. And with skeletons, you can cast it towards an enemy 
or you can choose to only cast where you are. And I wish you could do that, have the alternate with that specific Sentinel of Radiance as well. Um, but it, it it was really strong. And so I played with them and it was interesting. Um, I don't think they're for me. If the Sentinel of Radiance was a permanent minion instead of having a 20 second duration, it would mm. be very tempting for me. But it's it requires a lot of you have to pay attention to it often, I guess. Like you do kind of if you're not using Convocation, you definitely need to pay attention to it often to make sure that it's up. And so you are using it as like an active skill every now and then just to be sure you can't put it on a trigger gem to make sure it shows up. I mean, you could do something super easy like cast some damage taken one and convert and convocation and then that minions always with you but you still have to pay Does attention convocation to the... recast the the summon so no, that it's it just reactivating its time so what no, happens if the 20 seconds is gone then it won't then you have to recast it yeah right so and that's not a big deal it's once mm -hmm. every 20 seconds if it's alive but it is that aspect of i have to pay attention to you when the very next minions you get, you don't have to pay attention at all. They automatically show up. There's no even like mana cost for their trigger. They just when you or your minions kill or hits whatever enemies, they're just there. And there's a benefit to them being there and a benefit to them dying. So uh, I, I like them. I think they're really cool. I don't think I'm going to plan my zombie Is there build any benefit around to it, the other guy dying? The no, Radiance one? He just dies. Oh, then I feel I agree with but you. I think it should is, be a permanent minion. He is very strong, but he does require, you know, the extra focus of are they alive or not. Mm -hmm. So, so anyway, it was it was fun to play around with them, and I quite liked them. Cool. I enjoyed them. I sent uh, this week some feedback and suggestions. <laughs> In feedback and suggestions, I had um, what is it? What did I title it? Some quality of life, hopes and dreams for Path of Exile Two, and I had a whole bunch, a whole bunch. Mm. I'll read. I'll just read some of them quickly. In game information about enemy base types. Right? Defenses and offense. Um, I hope the tooltip considers all archetypes, right? Like minions, damage over time, auras. I would like an improved help tutorial system that gets updated each league. I hope drops are going to be exciting and not monotonous. You know, like now when you don't use your filter, there's 10 billion items on the screen. Uh, easy access to creating and editing filters. Being able to filter for certain mods. Don't think that'll ever happen. Uh, having map environments that are easier to navigate just by playing the game as opposed to needing to stare at the mini map to see what's actually accessible or not. Auto activated waypoints when you're within proximity so you don't have to click on waypoints or even when you click on them a screen doesn't show up. One crafting center for all crafting needs that includes like all the fancy NPC stuff all league mechanics everything just a one stop shop for crafting. Mm hmm. Have no chest in maps, or if they're going to be chests in maps, have them actually worth opening. I have think nothing. I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. There's more. No, 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 no. I want you to finish them first. Have nothing getting in the way of the camera, i.e., trees and Maven. Uh, a death recap of the a summary of the last two to five seconds of damage you've taken. So, like, let's say you've only died from hits from 100% lightning spell damage. It doesn't tell you that you got hit and it doesn't list the 30 different things that you hit you. It just says the combination. This is how much spell lightning damage you took, you know, within the last two seconds. Right. So then it's it's a nice summary. So if you were hit by 100 percent fire damage and 100 percent lightning damage, it would tell you, oh, you got hit 2500 damage taken sure. of lightning spell hits and 500 damage of fire hits, whatever it was. So anyway, a summary, a summary version. 
Um, screw off screen damage. They've already and said the, that should be coming. Uh, as long as gravity impacts everything. And then uh, the ability for build guides to be integrated in game. I think the activated waypoints is your best bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We will see. Um, I posted it on both the Path of Exile website and Reddit, and nobody cares. Like 12 people have seen it. It's great. Sweet. Uh, last thing, though, I did play some console as well outside of the Guardian. I've been absolutely loving my, as I said, my zombie skeleton build. It is, it's just doing really, really well. I'm very happy with it. Um, let me say, though, with my Atlas passive tree, mm -hmm. fully invested torment and rogue exiles definitely <laughs> equals negative experience points <laughs> reading but, your note actually made me laugh because uh, i had to reread that note and i was like okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah so fully invested tormented rogue exiles equals negative xp but 36 billion fun per hour like some of these guys it's insane like it's certain torment mods getting combined with certain rogue exiles they are so deadly and terrifying. Like some of the fights take forever. Some of them I'm glad I'm casting skeletons because I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, desperately trying to avoid. Like they use so many different old mechanics. They really need to get revamped. Like they have the old Firestorm in there where it's just a whole bunch of different casts. And like the old Firestorm, it's a whole bunch of them and it's just nonstop. It's a huge AoE. One of them uses the old immortal call where it's just like 90% of the time it's just immune to damage and you can't do anything. But then you combine that with some of the tormented spirits. It's just insane. It's awful. I hate man. Tormented spirits has wrecked one of my maps already this league because it went mm -hmm. on to some crazy thing that had 100% overwhelm physical mitigation. It attacked like a truck. I walked in the map and just died like three times. I was like, why do I keep going back? Just give up on <laughs> I, the map. I have to. I have to kill it. I cannot. Oh, I couldn't. I literally bypass. could not. Yeah. I couldn't. So, and then I also did a, by accident, a chimera, pit of chimera. And I forgot to notice that the monster was possessed. And I was like, <laughs> it'd take forever. I didn't kill See, normally it, I don't like, mind, but it, it, there's some, there can be some insane combos and not mm -hmm. every rogue exile is fun to fight. Sure. You know, like even if you didn't invest in torment, there are just some rogue exiles that are just dumb. Like jumping around all over the freaking oh, place. Non-stop. You can't. Like <laughs> yeah. if you're melee, just yeah. like, oh Give my up. goodness, never. Not a chance. Like it's no. because I'm doing skeletons. Like the, some of them move around so much and so fast that even mm -hmm. as a zombie, if I was just doing zombies, I'm like, nope, mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. And they're not on like meat shield or anything. They'll just be running around. Still mm -hmm. not. So the only reason that I can tolerate it with this build is because of skeletons and Val skeletons. Sure. But mm -hmm. anyway, I've uh, the majority of my encounters have been a lot of fun. Um, I also do everything witnessed. Maven's just always there. I always leave her on. Okay. Um, until I do until I get enough race courses, then I just pick one of the one of the colors I and then I do that. them instead. Yeah. But um, what? I just love you in race course. It's so fun. <laughs> and so, but I forgot to favorite it until I finished my session last night. So I just favorited race course. Well, in all my open ones. I'd never done Cortex before the boss fight. Oh, did it drop or how'd you get it? Yeah, I had it. it well, I had it in my stash. I don't know where it came from. So, um, so I did it. And of course I forgot that it was witnessed. So I'm doing the witnessed Cortex and I'd never done the fight before and I'm doing really well. I'm having <laughs> yeah. a great time. I'm noticing that there's all those crazy vortex bubbles on the ground. And so I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, crap, they're showing up, but I can't tell which 
when the cortex sure. is going to cast them. I don't, I couldn't, whether it was an audio cue or there was a visual cue, I, I couldn't find it. Of course, I have a thousand minions on the screen because I have nine zombies, 10 skeletons, and then all my Val skeletons and a golem and three specters. So I can't see that well. So these bubbles are just showing up everywhere and I'm dancing around doing great. Get the thing down to a quarter life. And then all of a sudden starts doing this like explosion that covers the whole arena. What am I supposed to do? I, I lost the fight. I couldn't do it. I didn't die once. And then all of a sudden I used all six of my portals trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with that explosion. Mm. What are you supposed to do? Dodge. I don't remember. There, there's nothing. Like, am I, I supposed to stand in the I think there's a spot bubbles? to stand inside. I can't remember, man. It's been a while. I mean, I've done it, it was, every league, but I can't remember. I usually just literally run around like a freaking chick with my head cut off trying to kill it fast. Like, but my build's like good enough. Like I'm like tanking so many of the massive slams that are coming. Like it's it's really good. I'm enjoying it. But then I this I six times I couldn't figure it out. It was really disappointing that I, I was really disappointed that I couldn't figure it out. Like, what am I supposed to do with a slam? I it just, there was nothing for me to do. And I don't, I'm not the kind of person where I'm like, I, I don't I go to look it up. Go look it up. Yeah, You yeah. know what I'm like? The game should, I, I, now maybe it's there and I missed something obvious, but it, I couldn't find it in six attempts. So that was kind of disappointing because I'd never done Cortex before and I was excited to be able to do Cortex on my first try. But then that kind of crap happened. So I was actually quite, I don't know if it was frustrated or discouraged because I don't know if it was my fault for not seeing it. If it was just a poor design where throwing uh, Maven in there is unfortunate too, because it does she, add a whole lot of nonsense There was some extra stuff. It. it was more to pay attention to, but I was doing fine with it. She had nothing to do in this circumstance. She can that duplicate the slam. boss and she can like, yeah, like there, there's some stuff she can do to make it a lot worse or harder to see for sure. True. But that, to me, at that stage, made it fun. It was just that big circular slam that I have no idea what I could have done. So it was frustrating or discouraging. Not sure where the fault lies with that one yet. But so I went to go do. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go do uh, a different boss that it'll make me feel better. I like the Al Hazim fight. I like that he makes fun of people. It's fun, but it's an easy boss. So whatever. And so I roll it, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> I go into the fight, like whatever fight it was, I forget which one it was. I beat the boss and then um, and then I go and I do the uh, witnessed Al-Hazim fight. <laughs> and I forgot about my Atlas mods. The first time this league where a boss has been surrounded by tormented spirits. Oh, so, it was Al-Hazim? Yeah. God, he'd be so fast. Holy cow. He, he was... He wasn't, he didn't have any bonus movement speed with all the tormented spirits, but there were four tormented spirits. I got him down oh, gross. to a quarter. I know I dropped him a quarter. I didn't get him down to a quarter. He had three quarters life by the time I used up all my portals. <laughs> and so let's just say Al-Hazim did not make me feel better. <laughs> so it can, but, it can bypass the actual end game map boss and, and I guess the that yeah. conquerors considered the actual end game right. boss. That Imagine make how much better I would have had, but uh, that was actually one thing because I did the map boss was tormented and I specifically or possessed, sorry, the map bod, there was a, there was a mod for it sure. and I specifically wanted to see, and I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to write it down. I wanted to see if the map boss was going to be, in this case, it was Reef, the Brine King, or if it was going to be Al-Hazim. And, and the Brine King was not 
Torm uh, possessed, it was Alhazim. But then there was three more just waiting around. I noticed so, with uh, ritual, if I did, so I, when I do ritual now, it's always four rituals. So which that sometimes mean there's going to be a ritual with the boss. And I was doing a map and I hadn't seen the ritual yet. And I went in to do the boss and it was a constrictor, like elder boss one. Okay. And so the elder sucked up the boss and there was no ritual. I go in and fight this constrictor and he goes through three stages. And in the third stage, when the third stage loads, he's all of a sudden in the middle of a freaking ritual with like a billion enemies. And I was like, oh, fun. <laughs> so I had to fight him. <laughs> and then that made him part of the ritual. Sure. So when I resummoned yeah. it, he was coming back. So dang. Yeah, that's pretty fun. All right. Uh, I know we're going a little long. I, there was one question I wanted to ask you because, um, you know, considering respecting my Atlas passive tree out of torment and mm -hmm. rogue exiles, it's not as fun as I remember, but I feel like I do this every single time I spec into both of those. Um, there's an Atlas passive called the scent of blood. Okay. It's a beyond one. Now I love beyond. I love stuff that just shows up in the map and keeps going. 10% chance of your maps. So, so listen to this and tell me if you can 10% chance for your maps to attract beyond demons. Okay. Does that in a way put beyond in every single map? Like, does that mean every map I have when I'm in the map has, has a 10% 10 percent chance? chance or does it like, or does it mean that maps that no, that doesn't, See, I it was thinking maybe it means me maps like... that 10% of the maps that drop will get the beyond modifier, but that doesn't... Oh, sorry. Read it again. Read it again. 10% chance for your maps to attract beyond demons. Mm, no, because there's a blight one where your maps can drop with a blight as a yeah. modifier. So that's that doesn't sound the same. I feel like it's just a 10% chance that beyond naturally just rolls on the map, but you just don't know what's on there. That's what it sounds like to me. Because there was wording in the old Atlas Passive Tree where, let's see if I can, it Scent of Blood was there too. Beyond Demons in your maps, Grant. I feel like people kept telling me that that was the wording where you just had 10% greater chance for enemies to spawn to like... when you're in your map, when you already have the Beyond... No, that it, with the way you're saying it to me sounds like you just have a 10% chance that beyond is just in the map. Maybe. So when I roll the map, I just am adding a 10% chance to have beyond on a map. Because I'm looking back now on POE planner and 321 and 320 have the exact same wording for scent of blood. But I looked it up and I tried to do some research on it and I couldn't find anything that was helpful. So hmm. anyway. Um, cause I'm thinking I, I like that kind of stuff and the beyond bosses are a lot of fun. And now with the new beyond cluster that they have at the top, uh, they let you focus on a specific boss based on if you want div cards, uniques or currency. I'm just reading that one. So it's, it's even more fun to spec into now. So I was thinking of doing, um, some of the ritual and most of the beyond. Hmm. I'm just trying to read the other beyond ones. It's very weird. That is that the only one that says that increases the chances of Beyond showing on your map? Yes, hmm. but it it's not worded like the other ones where it says like there's a ten percent chance for Beyond to show in your maps or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the other ones, like if I look at Delirium, yeah, but your maps have a ten percent chance to contain a Mirror of Delirium. 
Well, yeah, and I mean, I think I think what this is is just ten percent chance for your maps to attract beyond demons is exactly the same thing. It's just a different way of wording it because you're attracting beyond demons through you know when it comes up. I I think that that's what that is. I think it's just a straight up ten percent chance that beyond is on your map. That's my feeling. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Forever Excelled, another podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags, and I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Thanks for joining us for episode 204 of Forever XL. Patrons will catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week in 205. If you're looking for more information, you'll find it down below. We got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord you should be a part of. We have a Patreon, which you can support. It's on our website and down below, which gives you access to After Dark. Don't forget to tip five star. Love you. I think that's it. I think you got it. Love you. Hey, Pax West.